welcome to another exciting episode of Is This Anime? I'm Jack Metcalf. And I'm Malcolm McLeod, the guy who doesn't know anything about anime. And once again, returning for his fourth time, Domenico. Hey guys, how's it going? So so last week's anime was Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Malcolm, how was it? I'm going to uh, be against Piccolo till the bitter end. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, you know, at least from the last batch, I was like, wow, he's a real piece of shit. So. And this week's anime is Dragon Ball Z. Once again, for the third time in a row, because we are continuing our uh, our journey into the Saiyan saga, our deep dive, if you will, and we are covering episodes 9 to 13. So last we ended off, the Saiyans had arrived. Uh, we were all very excited to see the Saiyans. How- As I called them, the Centurions. <laughs> centurions. How how did those Centurions do against uh, against the mighty Z, Z warriors, Z fighters? Uh, I mean, they <laughs> obliterated them. Like, like uh, for, for me, like, I don't know who the Z Warriors are. Or the you Z know Warriors. a couple of them. I mean, Piccolo counts as a Z fighter at is, this point. Is he a Z fighter? Okay. He's a um, Z fighter. I think Krillin, Krillin, who is among the humans, the one who you probably have the most connection to. Uh, okay. I didn't, I didn't really recognize many. Like, I mean, yeah, there are like little tidbits here and there but they were kind of like you know deadpool 2 like the x-force kind of shows up <laughs> and then they get obliterated like that's what's happening <laughs> like that's what just happened it, at least it's and it wasn't as funny though it, it wasn't it was uh it was kind of depressing i guess we might as well get to it our very first moments in in episode nine um we see the uh, the saiyans the centurions if you will uh vegeta and napa they show up at that city and uh within a couple seconds the city is no longer a city yeah it's just gone it is gone. Folks, remember, this is this is a children's show. Children watch this, and, and even in its highly edited form, uh, the implications were very clear. Just devastation. Widespread devastation. Malcolm, how how, how did you react to to immediately seeing? And I guess I guess it isn't genocide because it's just a city, but uh, how, how did you react to just again this this is your introduction, your first real introduction to these folks? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, based on like the uh, tidbits that we'd seen from them before, they obviously possess great power like even them how they showed up in the city like they they had destroyed already blocks of the city just from their impact and the fact that they like didn't have a scratch on them so i'm not surprised i don't want to say that like oh my god like i didn't expect this devastation it's just like yeah it's not like they're but they don't want to the one thing i liked was that they were like don't we don't want to wreck the city too hard because we're going to sell the planet and I was like, who's buying planets? <laughs> like, that was my whole thought. Uh, well, well, actually, that that might be slightly answered in a, in a dozen episodes or so. Uh, dozens that we won't be getting to anytime soon, but but it is, it is answered in a way. Th- these episodes cut straight to the point. We immediately cut to, like, Piccolo and uh, Gohan, and then Krillin shows up pretty quickly. And yeah, the the Saiyans are here. The Saiyans, the Saiyans show up even before uh, the other Z fighters can even get there. They beat uh, Chaosu, Tien, and uh, Yamcha to the punch, and they yeah. they plant the they plant these disgusting creatures called Cybermen into the ground. Yeah, what are Cybermen? Are they important to the mythology of this of the of the Saiyan people? They they're important to the video games in the sense that. Uh, the, the video games need minions. I don't think you ever get an answer for Simon. I'm pretty sure you never see them again either. I could no. be wrong. Yeah, that's it. They, no explanation where they're from, how do they grow to the ground or their origins, but they're there. 
in the video games, there there's multicolored Cybermen uh, or Cybermen, however, however you choose to pronounce it. Because again, video game Dragon Ball Z video games always require minions to kill, and uh, they get creative with the Cybermen. They're they're just there. Like I didn't I don't know I didn't really care about them. They're pretty much. gross. I would say they are disgusting creatures. And and we actually get a fight. Uh, we get one Z fighter uh, of the humans who actually puts up a decent fight. Tn shows up and he actually does fuck up a Cyberman badly enough that he, even Vegeta. The, the short... Malcolm, do you even know the names of, of our key Saiyans, actually? I should ask uh, you that. No, I have no idea. Uh, Vegeta. <laughs> I, know, I know Vegeta. I think Vegeta's the one, the blue guy. Like, he has the... Vege the yes, blue. Vegeta's the short one. Vegeta's the, the short, short one. one. Okay, he's the only one whose name sounded familiar. What's, I could, the, what's the tall, bald guy's name? <laughs> I think we There's want to know. There's a tall... Yeah, I... Uh, who's I the just, Goldberg one? Yeah, I just called him uh, eyebrow guy because he had like really definitive eyebrows. <laughs> he's bald and uh, uh, yeah, and he's always sh he's shirtless for most of this arc. Well, when I would read like mong like anime magazines, there was like an anime magazine called New Type, and and they would do things like cast this movie or something, and um, they they would always cast consistently cast uh, Goldberg as Nappa because of course you know Goldberg the wrestler would would totally play Nappa if. If there was a Dragon Ball Z live action movie to feature him. Yeah, it's 100% perfect. I can't think of anyone else that would do it. It's the only casting where I can even actually think of like an actor to play a character in, in a Dragon Ball Z movie. I, can't, I couldn't tell you who should play Vegeta in, in if we're given options for any actor in the history of actors, but I could definitely tell you who should play Nappa. Yeah, I just looked him up. Yeah, Goldberg makes a ton of sense. Because it's not a big enough part like you, could, you couldn't really convince like Dave Bautista to show up to play that part. I'd be down for Dave Bautista as Nappa. I'd be down. I think he'd give Nappa some pathos. <laughs> Probably. Is there, I don't know if he's like, it's a big enough part. I mean, it is not. It is not. Uh, what you see of Nappa in these episodes is the extent you will see of Nappa in the series. Oh, okay. I well, I guess like the way it ends uh, for him, it's, uh, you know, pretty brutal ending <laughs> we'll we'll get to that um so yeah tn though who is another bald guy he's he's a bald jack guy with a third eye i in fact have a funko of him i've got i've got is a it a th i wasn't sure if that was painted on or not it's a third eye it's a third eye it's a third eye okay awesome. i don't i guess it's more the animation style but i was looking at him i was like is this just like a war paint kind of deal where you're just like i got it i'm painting a third eye on my forehead Tien's a cool character, and uh, and we'll get to my lament of Tien. Um, but we get some other big reveals too. I think this is also the reveal me and Domenico did not want to spoil for you. The reveal that that Piccolo is indeed an alien. He is a Namekian. What do you think? Of, what do you think of that reveal? That you finally got some some details as to what Piccolo is. Oh, he's an alien. Oh, how could I <laughs> guess that? Uh, how could this green skin didn't pull Listen. that off? Like I was like, of course he's an alien. <laughs> like it's like I like that you were hiding that. I mean, I didn't know where he was from, and I didn't know like you know the backstory there. But I don't you know, know what? Give, given that, given the characters in Dragon Ball, how so many of them have su such few explanations to begin with, I think the fact that that pickle. I mean, we don't even know what the fuck Mr. Popo is. We don't know what Chaos. We know what Chaosu is, but is is he really human? We we have literally dog people. They are not explained. So the fact that Piccolo actually is given a race is actually is actually something to to count for something. I feel. Uh, yeah. Like, like it's a reveal. Like Malcolm would be like, oh, he's a Namekian, of course. I would have something else. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But they do like go other way. It's like yeah, that's why you can do like magic and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I was like, of course, yeah. Like, 
because he's linked to the other guy. And I wasn't sure if they're brothers. Or the, or no, they are. They are literally the same being. Uh, they are two halves. Uh, so I went on Reddit. I always thought he was his nephew. Oh. No, I went on Reddit, and I have I have this here. Here's the explanation for how Piccolo came to Earth. Uh, this is as official as it gets. About 500 years prior to the start of Dragon Ball, there was a massive cataclysm on Namek. Oh, and by the way, credit to Quest of the Stars, the user on Reddit. So there was a massive cataclysm on Namek 500 years ago, and one Namekian known as Katus saw fit to send his young son to a distant planet. Hey, sound familiar? Just like Goku and a lot of other characters. The furthest planet still easily habitable by their kind, by way of one of his spaceships, until the threat was over. Unfortunately, Katus, along with all but two Namekians, were killed by those natural disasters. Uh, their son's name was, well, no one actually knows. He suffered a head injury shortly after reaching Earth and lost his memory. All he had was a note from Katas that said, wait here, and myself and the other Namekians will come for you soon. And the nameless Namekian waited devotedly for his family to come back, but he waited days, and the days turned to months, and the months turned to years. And about 100 years later, he left his home to, to go to a new place he called home. He started to explore all of Earth, but he was exposed to great violence and hatred, evil he never would have known on Namek. Eventually, the nameless Namekian collapsed out of exhaustion near Corin Tower. He was rescued by Corin, who decided to bring him up further to, by Mr. Popo and the Guardian of Earth for further study. After seeing who healed him, the nameless Namekian was eternally grateful. He wanted to follow in the footsteps of all these greats and became the Guardian of Earth himself someday. Unfortunately, the Guardian turned him down, although the nameless Namekian may have made a great candidate, there was too much evil present in his heart. The Namekian still wanted the job more than anything, if there was evil in his heart, he would have to be rid of it altogether, he thought. So he meditated and trained day and night until he learned the perfect technique for what he thought. And he used it to finally drive his inner evil nature out of his body. That evil consciousness became King Piccolo. The remaining good Namekian became Kami. So so he forced his half. His See, evil he, half. Hear, hear me out. So then if the good half is Kami and then King Piccolo gives birth to Piccolo Jr., like when he shoots the egg he's out of still him. Kills, then, he's still considered the evil half, basically. Yeah, he's like his son, so like that's his uncle. Oh, shit, that's yeah. actually kind of true. But, all, makes... it's, but it's also Piccolo still has the memories of King Piccolo, the evil Piccolo. So it's more of reincarnation. That's how they refer to it as. It's confusing. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's a, a most convoluted way that I've backstory. Uh, a backstory that's barely explained in the show, and I had to find off Reddit, but uh, yeah, I'll take it as I canon. Can, yeah, that, and hey, listen, someone pieced that together, so I don't know who, uh, what username that was that you found that on Reddit. Quest to the Stars. Quest, Quest to, the, to stars. the Stars. Uh, if you ever listen to this, I'm going to give you a little bit of a clap for for figuring that out and piecing it together. But yeah, I'm still, I, I like this, uh, Domenico, that, yeah, this theory that it's, it's his nephew. Yeah, it's his nephew. I like it. It makes way more sense. But because there's the third one, right? Like you said, there was that third one. Uh, Cottis died. Cottis is dead. He That's died. It. But there's, a, there's another Namekian who, who who we may meet named Guru, who, is, who was the remaining Namekian on planet Namek. Okay. Uh, and Namekians, they are, they're like asexual, so they don't require, if one survives on the planet, they can, they can repopulate it soon enough. Okay, that's convenient. Yeah, we're not right. asexual, agender. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting my pronouns confused, folks. Uh, please, please don't add they, us. Well, they give they give birth via eggs, right? They give birth via egg, and there there is no male or female Namekian. Uh, there's just one gender. Okay, so they're agender. That that's the Piccolo explanation, and then yeah, we get straight to the fighting. We get we get the birth of the Cybermen, and uh, Malcolm, what do you think of Tien and, and his one victory? 
I was actually not expecting a victory. I'm going to be honest. I was like, there's so many of them. He's like, not a guy that I know really of, of like, I obviously it's obviously you guys know more about him and his backstory than I do. Like for me, it's just like, he kind of just showed up. He'd been there like kind of in flashes, the, that whole group, the Z fighters. Uh, but yeah, for watching him, like, you know, get the win, I was like, okay, yeah, it, this is not going to end well. <laughs> I was like, this can't end well. And it didn't end well, right? Like, he, Well, like, it, it he, worked out for TN, and, and Vegeta is so disappointed by that Cyberman's performance that he uh, obliterates that Cyberman, <laughs> which scares the rest of them. He had his arm chopped off. He watched his best friend kill himself. It didn't work out for him. <laughs> it worked out for him that one fight against the yeah. Cybermen. All right. Uh, it worked out for him. That, Wait, what, are we not talking about the same person? We're I talking about like... the, the. We're talking about Tien, the guy with three eyes who fights the. Oh, the... I was talking about the other guy who looks like Goku. Oh, that we'll get to him in a second. Also, okay. I like the fact that one of the Cybermen, uh, one of his moves is he tries to fry Tien with his head cum. Uh, that's what he does. Oh, yeah. he, he opens his head and uh, shoots a white hot liquid at Tien. Uh, so head come that that was something I, I didn't remember. It is head, yeah. I don't think there's any way around it. It's that's head come. On on top of that, the Cybermen they even have like a like little rim or whatever you want to call it, like a little little line across their their heads. So well, it, the, it's very fabric. It's probably a vagina though, but not penis. So it might be discharge, like vaginal discharge, or instead of like, well, I don't know. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's either vaginal discharge or head come. Uh, please, please, dear listener, um, please, please, uh, please vote uh, whether it's vaginal discharge or head cum or, or maybe it's something else altogether. We, we want answers. We want to get this right. Vote now. Hashtag discharge or hashtag head cum. Vote right. So yeah, Tien, Tien does okay. And then Krillin decides to step up. Krillin's like, I'm going to fight these guys. But Yamcha, the guy who looks a lot like Goku, but is, is far worse of a fighter than Goku is like, no, Krillin, you've already died once. Um, I can handle this. He tries to handle it. He 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 almost gets a win until he doesn't. <laughs> they all are obliterated. They're it? all obliterated. But what do you think of that first death? Which one was the first death again? Uh, the crater, the guy who got cratered. Oh yeah. I well, I was like, okay, I was like, okay, this guy's not gonna have a, a good ending. I was that was sort of the one thing. Knowing this show, I'm like, okay, he's not gonna get a good ending. Did not expect a kamikaze situation, <laughs> like in terms of just like, oh, he just wraps him or, uh, his arms around him. I thought he was gonna like squeeze him to death, like an anaconda, but instead, it's just like, oh, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, boom, boom now, and then just explodes. <laughs> I was like, but well, what I thought was funny is that he, the guy in the crater, is kind of intact, like he's perfectly intact. The uh the the other guys the what is it the what are they called the again Cybermen yeah he's Cybermen are all... uh, just all just pieces like and I was almost expecting a shot of just like blood to rain down on uh, <laughs> Gohan <laughs> I was like a... this is this is the first of many traumatic events for Gohan <laughs> the first this... of many traumatic events <laughs> well, I think if we established he's been okay, in captivity well, for a year the first of many traumatic events for the day I mean let's, the day let's, the day yeah. uh, the day is uh, going to get a lot more horrifying for Gohan oh yeah uh, he witnesses he witnesses probably someone who he I don't know actually I don't know if Gohan has met Yamcha because actually when Gohan first meets Krillin it seems like it's it's a new person so maybe actually this was the first time he met Yamcha either way Yamcha is dead he's cratered oh and on top of that uh, Bulma Bulma witnesses it herself as well. Yeah, that was the one thing I didn't understand where it's like on there's that a news like, crew. There's, there's a, a news new, crew. Yeah, they I know there's that news crew that they like keep kind of showing up, which is like I how did this news crew find out about this fight that I assume Probably the fact that, you know, their uh, city got destroyed. 
Maybe, but I was like, this is like in the plains, like elsewhere. Like I don't know. Like how has has have they just been really close to the city the whole time? Like, uh, so there's a lot of stuff that gets cut out. Like at one point, they I don't do they instantly fight Gohan and Piccolo like right away. There, there's like some there's what? some filler stuff where they like destroy a plane. I remember yeah, like Nappa destroyed a plane because it was prominent in like the Dragon Ball Z intro. Yeah, he fights the military at one point. I don't know if that's like before or when exactly happens, but there's a scene where he takes on like the navy and like blows up a bunch of ships. So I think they go around terrorizing for a little bit and then meet up with Gohan and Piccolo, but they just sort of cut all that out. Yeah, they they limited it to the destruction of one city. Okay, but the implication from what I'm gathering in the longer version is that multiple cities are destroyed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and their presence is like well known, I suppose. So the news knew to go. Okay, because the way this is cut together, it was just like, yeah, they they destroyed the city. They kind of flew away, and then they're like in some random field, and then there's like, oh, there's some a, a ragtag group of news guys are just like, oh, we're just gonna film this from around the corner. Uh, and then, and then they're uh, the guys on that island uh, are watching. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bulma gets to witness her her on again, off again boyfriend uh, die. So you know, n- another person gets to suffer some trauma. Uh, same with the the cat creature Par, who uh, again, Malcolm, you have no connection to Par, but Par was like Yamcha's buddy back in the day. Uh, He's the one who gives the beans later on, right? No, Par is like the weird floating cat, like bluish floating cat thingy. Oh. He's like hugging the TV. Uh, Par is like a shapeshifter uh, who actually is very prominent in, in the original Dragon Ball. But but as as it happens with many Dragon Ball characters, his, his presence uh, eventually gets reduced to nothing. So who's the one who gives the beans? Uh, that's Corrin, who we were talking about last week. Corrin. 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 Who's dope. I, I wish we got to see more Corrin. I, I, I guess that leaves that for episode nine. Um, and then yeah, Krillin, Krillin threatens to go wild on the Cybermen, and he does indeed in episode 10. Yeah, Kr- Krillin. Krillin gets some good moments. I was surprised with how good Krillin's performance was. It, it was better than I remembered. Yeah, because Krillin loses the arm, and then again. No, that's Tien. Krillin's the oh. short guy. Uh, wait. Short. There's You're multiple. your bald guys. Oh my God, there's so many bald guys. Who's who's the little doll boy that like is destroyed? That's Chao Su. Chao Su, I really like Chao Su. You did, eh? Shit. I'm I, will, I think I like them because he's so weird. He looks like like a 1930s era like marionette doll come to life. Like, it's yeah, like, he's like he's like supposed to be like a living China doll, and I actually have like a Funko of Chao Su as well because it came with my Funko of Tien. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, he looks like um, like Pinocchio's like cousin that they don't like talking about krillin gets some good stuff he, he tries to, he tries to uh i didn't realize he was also trying to hit vegeta and nappa because obviously that strike doesn't doesn't work out uh vegeta and nappa remain intact but at least the cybermen get owned pretty quickly and i love how like one cyberman like tries to sneak up on gohan and piccolo immediately just goes fucking wild on him yeah that was nice that's like the closest uh at this point that we've seen of any sort of redemption for piccolo we yeah we definitely get to see it uh and again pick piccolo once again i love how extra he is he fucking tosses a cyberman into the air and then destroys him with a mouth beam uh i, I love a good mouth beam yeah i mean i didn't realize he even had the ability to do mouth beams well, once I, again like, pop- like many of piccolo's moves you don't know he can do it until he does yeah he, yeah, at least he doesn't have. He's not. Uh, he's not spewing out head cum. He's got the mouth beam. There, there's a, there's another ability Piccolo has, which he uses uh, to fight against Goku in the tournament, uh, in in the arc previous to this one, where he is able to turn giant, and it's an ability he never uses again. 
See, that would have been so useful. This is why Piccolo sucks. <laughs> like, 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 this would have been so much more useful to have. You have this big, like, Goldberg guy who's just, like, just killing people left and right. You have the ability to be a giant, and that should at least give you some sort of advantage. And instead, he's just like, I'm going to stand here and watch. Like, this is why he's not a, a good person. <laughs> like, even if, like... People want to, to like him or calling him. I think last episode he revealed people call him Daddy Piccolo. I'm like, why? <laughs> this is. I mean, not Daddy Piccolo, more Gohan's dad. Go, uh, God, that's even worse. <laughs> that's worse. Um, um, I'm sure there's people who call him Daddy Piccolo. Sure, um, maybe. Sure. I'm sure there's, I mean, given hashtag, the stretching, yeah, there's probably some Rule 34 of him. Is that the, ep the, the episode hashtag, hashtag Daddy Piccolo? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, Domenico, what do you think of these uh, these fights right before the the, the next uh, ex exterminations? So, what's the next extermination? Well, the next extermination, I guess, is Chow and Chow Su and Tien because yeah, uh, Chow oh, Su yeah. tries to be the good friend. Um, he 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 holds on to uh, Nappa, and and he decides to pull a sacrificial move, and he tells Tien not to die, which made me very sad. Yeah, that was uh, a sad moment. <laughs> Tells Tien not to die, and Tien totally fucks it up. Tien totally disappoints his friend. Yeah. It also should be noted that, yeah, like, even before this, like, Nappa ch chops off um, Tien's arm or hand or whatever. So, again, very brutal. Yeah, that's, like, a, it's such a brutal... Just a, It's, like, because I thought I was going to kill him because you'd think blood loss, but... Uh, I guess he like cauterized it maybe with with Kai. That's what that's what I like to think. He cauterized it with like a Kai strike secretly. That's how I explain the lack of blood in my head canon. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, I, or I just assumed like because he has a third eye that maybe he has like some sort of like you know self healing you know ability. Do, do you know who else has a uh, really cool techniques that he doesn't fucking use? Uh, Tien because Tien can make clones of himself. Why didn't he use that? <laughs> I mean, they're all like shadow clones. And they make him a bit uh, weaker when he uses them, but even then, uh, like, couldn't okay. he use that to like distract him? <laughs> yeah, you'd think that you know would help a little bit, but I, I guess I guess if that makes you weaker and you need all your strength, I, that's a more acceptable reason to not use it than fucking Piccolo not turning into a giant at any point during this. So, so, so you give you give Tien like uh, he's like okay, I I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with it. Um, yeah, one thing I don't understand is like so. The Saiyans, uh, their plan is they because uh, they find out about the Dragon Balls and then they're going to, they want to kind of collect them on, because they want to become immortal, right? Like that's the, the plan for that. That is the plan. Why is, I know this is maybe something to talk about later on. Why even touch Piccolo? Like why, like, why be like, I'm gonna fight you like it like makes it's, no sense it does not make a lot of sense especially because as as we see later on piccolo is not strong enough to defeat the saiyans at all he's maybe enough to 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 slightly hurt nappa he, he can he can give nappa like a light punch i uh, forget were they aware that if he died the dragon balls went away or did they just think he knew the secrets of them I think they were even aware. They were aware and they still just went uh, for it anyways you gotta remember those saiyans for one thing are just pure sociopaths it's true they but are. if they were better sociopaths, they would be like, we got to keep him alive so we can, like, extract the power. But then, again, their own planet's destroyed, right? Like, it's not like they're that good at, you know, surviving as a, like, species. Also, like, don't you think maybe a good wish for the Saiyans would be, like, hey, we should wish uh, planet Vegeta and all its inhabitants back to life? 
Uh, but nope, they just care about themselves. They just want to be immortal. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like you're just like I want to be immortal, and then uh, obviously later on in the in this whole thing, like uh, with Nap, is it Napa? Yeah, Napa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I suppose if you're immortal first, then it means you can revive Planet Vegeta later, and then no one in Planet Vegeta could like overthrow you. I suppose maybe that's a maybe that's a decent reason. Yeah, maybe there's yeah that you want to turn you want to bring back the planet and then turn it into a dictatorship. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Moving on. So yeah, uh, Chao Sui performs a suicide move, and this this is it's a brutal death because it doesn't even fucking damage Nappa. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't even realize. I guess at some point he had been brought back to life. Yeah, which Chao- means did Chao Su complete Snake River? Is that what the implication is? Is that he's the only? No, other- he he never did Snake Way. I think um, mo- multiple characters on the show are dead. Uh, many due to King Piccolo. Uh, King Piccolo had killed Chao Tzu. He had killed one of his minions, killed Krillin. Uh, they had, uh, Roshi didn't technically get killed. He uses a secret move that drains him of his power trying to fight King Piccolo. Uh, yeah. Uh, King Piccolo had quite the body count on his hands. Okay. Also, King Piccolo actually killed the dragon. <laughs> he literally killed killed the uh, the wishing dragon. And then they brought the wishing dragon back to life. Uh, don't. We should watch the King Piccolo saga. That saga is fucking dope. Tien Tien tries to make his last stand, uh, and uh, in typical fashion for the Z fighters, uh, he loses. He uses the last of his energy to try and kill Nappa, and uh, doesn't work out. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he has a cool move called uh, Neo Tri Beam, uh, but it doesn't do shit. It's. He's got one hand, so it's not even a Tri Beam. That's true. That's true. So, so his move, Malcolm, that he uses later on, well, he uses it throughout the show, is like it's tri beam and he makes a triangle out of his hands. But right there, it was, he only had one arm. So it's. Oh, in, in another one of my notes, uh, after Chao Su does a suicide move, uh, Piccolo admires the suicide tactic. He's like, good work, Chao Su. That was a, that was a wise thing to do. And uh, Gohan is horrified. I think I wrote that down too. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, yeah, I wrote Piccolo giving zero fucks about Chao Tzu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing, Nick. That's, yeah, like, Gohan has just witnessed so many people die in such a short amount of time. He's also been, like, in isolation, fucking being, you know, captive by this maniac Piccolo. He's in, like, been in the woods fighting dinosaurs and, you know, and shit. And now he's, like, comes back and he's got to, you know, fight. But like it doesn't seem like his training even worked because like everyone's just being killed and you know and he's not uh, he's not helping out really. He's just kinda... I think I think I witnessing mean, two deaths would definitely fuck you up. Right he away. is five. <laughs> he's also five. And a half. Like, yeah, yeah. You go six. Like yeah. that's yeah. You're it's right. He process. is five. And yeah, this um, is the stuff you remember. This is actually another cool moment. I, I don't want to jump ahead of this. Uh, it happened right before Tien's death. It, it's what leads into Tien's death, actually. It's when, like, Piccolo and Krillin, they decide to have, like, a plan. And they actually, like, land some good hits on Nappa. And it's like, oh, shit, like, Piccolo and Krillin, they're using tactics. They're teaming up. Uh, unfortunately, they depended on Gohan. <laughs> uh, so the plan fails. Because, uh, yeah, this, this horrified uh, five-and-a-half-year-old uh, is is unable to... I mean, first of all, they shouldn't be relying on 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 a five-and-a-half-year-old to, to deliver the decisive blow to Nappa. Yeah, if you're relying on a five-year-old for anything, like for a plan, uh, you're fucked. <laughs> like, you're just, like, you're you're likely going to fail. So I, I agree with that. Like, it's, of course. I mean, and this whole time, they're, like, begging for uh, 
Goku to come back, and he's just like having to. I guess he's just you know. Kind he's of just gliding, on his way to Snake Way. <laughs> gliding his way the opposite direction of Snake Way. And I assume, does he have adventures going back the other way? Or is it just like, he's just, I got to get. No, I, th I think the shots they cut out were just shots of just Go Goku just trying to fly. <laughs> so uh, this, these episodes aren't as heavily edited. There, there's, a, there's a subplot with Yajirobe where he tries to get food. He like tries to extort food from some people. Um, but otherwise, when it came to down to episode order, this these episodes weren't cut down as heavily. Because Goku spends a lot of this early arc just flying. Like, that's what he mostly does. It's, it's, like, it's there to just remind... He does about three and a half episodes worth of flying. <laughs> it's there to remind the audience that Goku exists because, because like Poochie uh, from The Simpsons, uh, if you don't show Goku on screen every five minutes, people are going to forget who Goku is. Uh, you need the audience to say, where's Goku? So yeah, Tien's dead. Their plan fails. Um, and then Vegeta in episode 11, Vegeta uh, decides to like give them a bit of a reprieve. Uh, he says he'll give them three hours they can until uh, Goku gets here. And uh, Nappa uses that time to torture people. And he he goes Dude, straight. That's the line of the show. It so does. Far. I knew it. Fuck. You want to say it, Domenico? I hate the media! <laughs> he was doing his Donald Trump impression. I yeah. loved it. I was like, this is so great. I loved it. Like, I was like, wait, the media? Like, he hates the media. <laughs> it's, it's like, is, is Napa even aware of what media is? is? Is there a media landscape in space? I'm not sure if he, uh, Planet Vegeta was even sophisticated enough because they, they were all a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, I, I bet you like other plants he's conquered have had similar like infrastructure <laughs> in terms of news and stuff, and he just gets <laughs> railed on those. Like imagine like I was a picture in an all like on a different planet. He just like the TMZ won't leave, like of that planet just won't leave him alone. They're treating him very unfairly. They're they're they're, they're not uh, giving him a. They're not showing both sides of the genocide movements. No, they're like, they don't get what I'm coming from. I'm here for money, all right? We're selling the planet. Me. My planet's destroyed. I don't know why I'm my, not getting... My planet's destroyed. There's only two other of my race. Yeah, he's, he doesn't even have that. Uh, Napa hates the media. Is uh, that in DBZ? I don't remember that. I don't think it is. The comment you mean? Or? Yeah, that, that's I don't know. I didn't, I didn't right? go... I hate the media. I it's would love awesome. to see Bill Goldberg say, "I hate my, <laughs> I hate the media," <laughs> just and, like in, and, in a movie. If they ever, if he ever got the chance to do a live action of this, and and uh, even King Kai is sick of uh, is sick of Goku's shit. He's like, "What is his name? Sloku?" Uh, and then he tells Bubbles, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it. I'm a real comedian." Because <laughs> Bubbles gets excited by that joke. You know, King Kai shouldn't be talking shit, though, because he even says, he's like, oh, I made a miscalculation. You got to go back, blah, blah, blah. If he'd let him leave, like, two days earlier, all this could have been avoided. So. Why didn't why didn't the wish involve Goku just being sent to wherever Piccolo or Gohan was? They should then have been <laughs> wishes, I guess. I guess. This show, I mean, Dragon Ball is very similar to, like, uh, superhero comics, where, like, uh, if you read, like, Justice League or something, they always have to give a reason for why, like, Superman isn't there. <laughs> Like, why Superman has to, like, be always, like, given some arbitrary reason to not join the fight because otherwise he can just solve the problem in five minutes? That's true. Like, because, yeah, he, because then everything gets speeded up and you need to, you know, you need all these casualties to occur <laughs> at stakes. Um, and you can't do that. Uh, even, the, even the film Justice League, I know for a fact Zack Snyder's a big anime guy. Well, I guess it was Joss Whedon's Justice League, but fuck it, I don't give a shit. Um, maybe well, Snyder the, Cut's coming soon, and it's, it's five it's, hours. It will, it will, it will, the Snyder Cut will have existed by the time this podcast airs. I'm sure it will be delightful. Um, but that film also has the whole waiting for Goku, waiting for Superman uh, 
to keep the stakes high. They never do call Superman a uh, slow man or some shit like that, which they really I should I would have. love that. I'd be like, I just want like one of them to be like, you look a lot like Clark Kent. <laughs> like, just like... Uh, we do get a quick glimpse of Corrin. Uh, uh, Corrin the cat, he tosses Goku the Senzu beans. Uh, Senzu beans, Malcolm, are going to be a plot device throughout the series. <laughs> uh, okay. It's always good to have a Senzu bean. It, it's always a good way to, uh, to get characters uh, back in the fight. Yeah, I wasn't sure about the Sensu beans because, like, he yeah he makes that pit stop where uh, yeah he goes he sees the cat and he's like these are my last two Sensu beans and then he just grabs them and pops one in his mouth like uh, like an uh, an oxy and then and it keeps the other one for safekeeping. And, and even Krillin, he gets some time to shine. He actually uh, tries to use a use a move against Nappa. It's called Kienzen uh, Ha. Uh, which in the uh, the dub me and Dominica watch was called Destructo Disc. Once again, it's a change I don't like. Yeah, I mean, or, or or a reversion. I guess it's not a change; it's a reversion. But it's so weird because like some Dragon Ball Z games will keep like Dragon Ball Z Fighters, which is one of the the newer video games, like will keep the classic uh, dub names. So I don't again. I I don't like this inconsistency. <laughs> the the dub names are cool, guys. I think like Destructo Disc is far catchier than Kien's and. Yeah, I grew up with Destructo Disc. That's like the perfect North American. It looks like a Destructo sort of, Disc. It tells yeah, you exactly what the move is. It's not even Destruction. It's Destructo. Yeah, it's a fun. That's like a fun name, and like it's you remember. You can like actually remember it. Yeah, as yeah, opposed to Kenzenha. Kenzenha. I guess they want to like keep the original. They wanted to keep the original, but uh, I say some changes are good. Some, some, some Nor uh, romanizations, uh, American translations, whatever you want to call them, are positive. Um, but it does uh, give Napa a scratch, and it also like takes down a cliff. I, I was impressed. Like I said, I think Krillin actually does pretty well in these episodes. He does get he does get bodied by the end of it, but but he uh, he actually does land some hits, and he teams up with Piccolo in a lot of fun ways. He, I mean, I know he's Goku's best friend, right? So, um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's got energy. He's got spunk. He's got spunk. He's got spunk. <laughs> so, um, and I know he's apparently been working. He says, and there's like a line there where he says he's like, "I've been working like this whole past year myself, or whatever." So, so our big moment here, uh, our big moment leaving off episode eleven is uh, Nappa. He tries to. Fire off a blast. He finally goes for the child uh, more directly, and Piccolo steps in the way. Um, and it leaves us off on a cliffhanger that, unfortunately, the the, the episode title following this one immediately answers before before, um, before you even have a chance to process this cliffhanger if you're binging it. Um, but Malcolm, what do you think of uh, of Piccolo throwing himself in front of uh, Gohan? This was kind of the moment me and Dominico were hyping. I feel. Yeah, finally. He finally, like, I was like, he finally did something that was useful. Um, you know, I I think it's it's the one moment of redemption. I was like, okay, maybe I get, I see a little bit of what was the hype about. I was also secretly cheering for his demise as well. Like, I'm like, I'm like, it was the first time I was torn about uh, Piccolo. I've you know, I've had a hate on Piccolo for the last couple of episodes of this podcast but this time around i was like oh man okay he's actually protecting the child like that's like good on him he's not as evil as he wants to be like i you know it's not evil as he appears to be but it's just like and, and he finally and he says so as much he he really does he says you know he finally he finally found a friend that's that's all he really wanted and even though he was you know 
And of course, we get we get some quick flashbacks to their relationship, uh, including Gohan uh, shown to be beaten. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's not a friend. Again, that's like also don't you're an adult. Don't be a friend with a five year old. That's not your style. Well, like, again, if you guys want to count Piccolo as a nephew of King Pick of uh, Kami and not as a still the same person because of the whole reincarnation thing. Then technically Piccolo is only like seven or five or seven years old too as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like eight. He's like eight or ten, something like that, around that timeline. Yeah. Uh, he has all the memories of King Piccolo, but again, he is he is a softer version. And and unlike King Piccolo, uh, Piccolo never personally killed any of the Z fighters. Well, oh wait, no, he killed Goku. <laughs> he yeah, he, killed he, the most important of the Z fighters. Yeah, but that was also with Goku's blessing on a lot. Yeah, he, he had he had Goku's consent to kill him. Yeah, like this was like they had to stop uh, Radish. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, hope I guess it makes a little more sense if he's also like seven years old. But is that like seven in human years or dog years? I mean, Namekian, Namekians grow to full size within like three years because when, when Piccolo is like three, he's fighting Goku on, on full terms. And, you know, he's the most powerful character at that point. So, he, so he's still, he's so even though he's seven in in human years, he's definitely aged. And it's it's getting into weird territory. Again. We have, <laughs> we've, we're getting into a lot but, of weird territory. But, uh, but I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> still beat beat him. That's why I don't know why. I don't know why I laughed at that, but I was like, of course they showed that. That's the part. They're like, we can't show violence, but we'll show a man, a grown man, hitting a child. But I do like how episode eleven ends. It's like, yes, Piccolo has finally taught, has tossed himself into Gohan. Can Piccolo survive this? And the title is Farewell, Piccolo. <laughs> so, title of the next episode is called Farewell, Piccolo, which immediately yeah. tells you the fate. They did that in episode two as well. I remember that like they left on a cliffhanger for one like who is this Raditz guy and then the next episode was called the enemy is Goku's brother and it's like oh they spoiled the review and the title, yeah. the the title so they're, they're yeah. very literal I know one of the ones of the episodes we covered today was like you know Goku you know the fight is in three hours and Goku arrived <laughs> You're like, okay, so you just like, you managed to distill the whole episode into like six, seven words. Um. So yeah, Gohan, he witnesses the death, uh, the death of Piccolo. He's, he's incredibly distraught. His trauma uh, could not be higher. And then Nappa is about to squish him. Uh, but then finally, finally, what we've been waiting for our, our whole entire lives, uh, Goku arrives. He actually does arrive. Yeah, after, after uh, spending countless, I would assume, hours on the Nimbus, he, I like the like I liked him like reconnecting with the Nimbus. There's like a like a little funny moment of like oh my friend like he said like something like oh my friend or whatever, and then like plops onto the Nimbus and then they ride off uh, towards the battle wherever that is. Yeah, and, and go but I noticed like he's, he's he's on the Nimbus on like out over a city that hasn't been destroyed. Yeah, and again he's moving so fast Nappa can't even process this, and uh, yeah we finally get some real Goku fighting. And uh, what do you think of these fights, Malcolm? Let's fight with uh, Goku and Nappa. It's a good fight. Like I liked it. It's you know he's finally Nappa finally meets someone who's like obviously you know it's an actual like competitor because the other ones are just like they're kind of like pawns on a chessboard, right? They're just like there to get killed. 
Uh, or at least that's how I view them because I have no emotional attachment to most of them. <laughs> like it, I was... it, it's a very good way. And I imagine like people who read the manga and have been friends with these characters for years were probably very horrified to see all these characters they like get murdered. No, can you just imagine being like a 13, 14 year old Japanese kid reading this manga, not even watching the show, but like you're, you're connected to these characters for so long and you're like, oh, they're going to do cool things. And they immediately just, they literally all die. Yeah, I kind of love the balls that that takes to like spend all those years to like set them up and they're just brutally dispatched one by one in like a quick succession with it being like very clear, like, oh, the Dragon Ball. And then like immediately after that being like the Dragon Ball is like are down. So they're not coming back. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, Kami's gone, too, because Piccolo is gone. So now the Dragon Ball is the the whole the, the namesake of the show are no longer in play. Yeah, that's some like Walking Dead shit. Like that's where, like that stuff. Like Robert Kirkman, who's the writer of The Walking Dead, like he clearly just lifted it from Dragon Ball. He's like, I'm going to take this storytelling device and put it into my all my stories. I, I mean, Domenico, as like a kid, like uh, what what did how did you feel when you watched this? Do you have memories? I I mean, I was pretty pretty dumbfounded watching these episodes. I remember. Yeah, I remember, like, because I jumped straight into Dragon Ball Z, obviously, so I didn't see yeah. Dragon Ball originally. So I wasn't that emotionally attached to everybody to see them die, per se, but it was still, it's still pretty shocking to see everyone, like, wiped out within a few episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, the death of the Piccolo was the biggest one for me. Yeah, for, for sure. That's a character who they do spend a lot of time with in Z on. I could see it though if you if you read the whole manga and like for however however how many years that was and then seeing everybody die instantly that's quite that's quite shocking. I mean, a character like Yamcha who has barely anything to do, who has like the least to do, even less than Chaosu in in these episodes uh, and series so far. I mean, he's a character who was there with Goku from the beginning. Like he's like the second male lead at one point. Yeah, and they give him one. Of, he probably had the most humiliating death out of all of them too. He does, although I got I got to give it credit for his shockingness, for how shocking it is, because he is the first one to die. So at that point, you're not expecting. Yeah, he gets the shock factor of like, oh man, they they're going for it now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kami's gone, Dragon Balls are gone, but yeah, Goku, Goku finally delivers. Like he's had all this training with King Kai. I think the fight with him and Nappa is really fun. Yeah, I like the animation style. It was fun. Um, it was you know engaging. Um, it was a closer fight than I expected. While it was going on, I was watching it on my laptop. And my girlfriend from the other room said out loud, man, that's quite a bit of grunting. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of grunting in the show. And, uh, you know, you, you definitely feel for the voice actors who had to do multiple, multiple takes of all this stuff. Yeah, because I, I know it's so funny to say both like, no, uh, Goku at that point still has his uh Gion or whatever he's yeah. wearing but uh, like but like napa is just like barely just just basically wearing underwear fully shirtless. He's yeah. fully shirtless. is it just me he got bigger like as the series progressed like he was getting more jacked and like taller as well like, I, I think that just makes on. sense because also he's exerting himself too i mean we, we're all familiar with the kind of the anime trope of the character yeah but he, he grew he grew in height as well like at one point like he's like maybe double vegeta size and then four episodes later he's like four times his size I, I would just say Archer yeah. or something like that. Uh, I was gonna I assume that like every person he kills, he gets a little bit of their essence, <laughs> and then, they, and then they, he grows a little bit. Uh, and the more powerful they are, the bigger he gets. Yeah, because I noticed that too. I was like, oh, I guess this is like uh, just a part of his untold or unspoken ability. Uh, Goku, he 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 gives Krillin that sense of being. He gives Krillin and Gohan both half. 
even though they it's really nice, but kind of wasted. It, it knowing knowing what's gonna happen, it's definitely very wasted. <laughs> You're like, eh, maybe you could have used that extra one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, sensu beans. Sensu beans are 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 a godsend to video games because it's just a video game's version of of a magic potion or something in RPG or whatever. It's just one of those things where Dragon Ball was just designed for video games. Yeah, it's always it's you know a good video game. You want a consumable, right? So you want you a consumable, have... and and sensu beans are uh, are plentiful. Um, yeah, I don't th this episode. I don't know much more to say. Are there any other thoughts for you with the the big Nappa Goku fight? It's mostly just again, it's it's really well choreographed. I think it's also nice to see Nappa get owned because obviously we've seen him kill <laughs> kill the entire cast. Yeah, well, he needed to be brought down. I think you you know, and you go like, okay, at least there's. Uh... You know, there's someone who can like at least match him. Now he's got the skills to do yeah. it. Yeah. Any any other observations in your notes, guys? I feel like the the Nappa Goku fight is like the first fight in the series that really gets it like the combat going, like For that sure. aspect of it. Yeah, that's where you actually see like the effects come in and there's beam shooting everywhere and they're grunting a whole bunch. Yeah. Everything I mean, else has been kind of mild. Like we get like a cool beam struggle with Goku's Kamehameha versus uh, Nappa's mouth beam. Again, I, I love a good mouth beam. That that's an underrated uh, visual. And how many times have you done that as like a child too on the playground where you're like bursting your friend? <laughs> I think I'm in the Kamehameha. I'm not sure. Yeah, about the mouth beam I never did the mouth beam, but like yeah, Malcolm, that's something you missed out on is like you and your eight-year-old friend in the schoolyard going like Kamehameha and then like going like that at each other until somebody <laughs> oh, yeah. gets up and falls to the ground. Yeah, I didn't do that. I think I I I know I did the the uh, this the eye beams for. Uh, <laughs> Superman, I think, <laughs> which so is fun. not as fun. It's not as fun as mouth beam. The, the Kamehameha uh, is a is an awesome uh, hand gesture for sure. Um, so yeah, I think we can already move on to the the final episode of this bunch, which is uh, first of all, we we have yet another death. Uh, Na Napa, R.I.P. Napa. Uh, Goku, he beats him so badly, and uh, he Napa, he he offers his hand to Vegeta, and Vegeta's response to his comrade, and also the only person of his race who he's really known is to toss him into the air and uh, obliterate him. Yeah, because it turns out he's just paralyzed now. Like, it's, yeah. I guess he's like, he's paralyzed. This is useless. And then just, yeah, tosses him like fucking uh, like meat to the dogs, like to the junkyard dogs. Malcolm, let's let's talk about Vegeta. Uh, we've talked a lot about Nappa. Uh, what do you think of Vegeta, who, who, is a, who is a key character in this series? It's interesting because he, he hasn't been someone that we've really, like he's obviously been appearing, but he hasn't like done anything of substance yet. But like you just know that, yeah, he's, he seems like he's like, uh, like a little Napoleon type. Like he's like very like plotting and like he's clearly got like a plan. Yeah. And, and Toriyama and did state he intentionally made uh, Vegeta short to kind of contrast with Goku. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I know no doubt that these two are going to like fight. I uh, have to fight it out, which obviously is like by the end of this episode, they're preparing to like really duel. And but yeah, I like him. I like his like I like the his suit. I think that's like a you know the blue works. It's so striking compared to like the orange that Goku wears, kind of. But um, the yeah. episode thirteen is gorgeous. There's so much. I mean, like uh, my, my Zoom background for today is, is the iconic uh, Yamcha crater. But to be honest, like there were there were so many shots from like, man, I want to make this my wallpaper. Um, there's a ton of just shots where like Vegeta and Goku are just kind of crouching and getting into position that are just straight up like 
among some of the most iconic anime or manga shots out there. Yeah, add some 3D uh, to just really highlight the powers. Yeah, and just like the use of perspective and stuff. Again, like the, you clearly, th- this show, of course, it is from the 90s, even if it's cleaned up. But you can definitely tell like in an episode like this, they're really putting the budget into it. Well, okay, so speaking of iconic shots, we kind of glanced over something. I forgot. I feel like okay. we have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's go back. Okay, going back to the Napa Goku fight, it's over 9,000. Yeah, it does not make it into uh, Kai. No, they said it's over 8,000. Yeah, and I listened to an interview with uh, Brian Drummond. We'll get into we'll get into the old Vegetas. I've got some stuff saved uh, in case we don't go super overtime uh, of the voice actor comparisons. Um, okay. but yeah, no, uh, over yeah. nine thousands, an iconic line. It's a it's a total meme line. Uh, I worked for on the mic training where uh, Brian Drummond's employed when we were making a, a demo reel for uh, the instructors. I made sure to include over nine thousand as part of it. Is that an iconic line? I would say it's the most famous meme from Dragon Ball. As far as like internet memes go, not just as part of the show, but like actually like online culture outside of Dragon Ball. Okay, here it is. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? It's over 9,000! What, 9,000? There's no way that could be right! That's it, yeah. Uh, that's that's Brian Drummond. He, he's the original Vegeta. Uh, I think he... It's funny. I don't want to. I don't want to give away Vegeta's future role, but I, I think Brian Drummond is very good for this iteration of Vegeta, and then, uh, and then maybe, maybe down the line, uh, Chris Sabat's Vegeta fits a bit more. Um, don't don't you think, Domenico? I mean, we've kind of already spoiled Vegeta's fate, but fuck it, I don't care. Malcolm should know this. I'm sorry. I honestly wasn't listening. I was googling. <laughs> it's over nine thousand, and I found oh. it. Dude, that that line is so big. It has its own Wikipedia page just for it's over nine thousand. Oh my God. It's it's iconic. I remember people using it like way, way back in 2007 or some shit. It's, it's yeah. always been a thing. Yeah, what, what do you think of that voice actor too, Malcolm? Because that's that's Canadian Vegeta. Did, did he strike you at all? Um. Yeah, I mean, he seemed good. Like I didn't, I didn't have any like, and there was nothing glaring or like no issues. Like he's a, like a good voice actor. Like I, I know previous shows we've talked about, I've had some issues with voice actors. Just for like, ah, oh, they just weren't as good as they could have been. But like this time around, it was like, yeah, these guys did their jobs pretty well. And like, there's no, there's nothing that, you know, I would be like, oh man, I don't know why they would change it. Again, <laughs> but, it, it was just a union thing. It was just the, the tax of talent was, was cheaper. Uh, that was the thing when, when Funimation uh, decided to continue onwards. Uh, Drummond's a great voice actor for sure um yeah, uh getting back to that uh jumping back so yeah we get this gorgeous uh goku versus vegeta shot and yeah one of the, one of the things i like about vegeta is just again like his arrogance he, he is the prince of the saiyans i do like this whole classism angle they bring into that uh because goku again is a low low-born saiyan and uh vegeta will will not uh suffer fools that a low-born saiyan can even take him on i'm sorry i'm just i'm just kind of <laughs> processing the it's nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Like, Why did they change it to eight thousand? I think eight thousand was the uh, the original translation. And then, well, how did it somehow it was just got lost in translation? No, they nine, just thought nine, they, they thought nine sounded cooler. Just hit a little they harder. Right. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were right. 
I was empty. I felt a little empty when he just said that it's over 8,000 and they didn't scream it as much and stuff. I felt like I'd been robbed. I was sitting there like waiting for it and then that did not deliver. No. Again, uh, that's the thing, man. Some, sometimes the most faithful translation or, uh, or adaptation isn't the best. And I think we're kind of learning that with uh, Kai. There's some things we like that they changed, definitely some of the pacing issues, but they cut out some, uh, some of the heart. Was the, was the 9,000 line, was that something that was done in a different dub before or after this? 9,000 9, is the original Ocean dub. So this is a, uh, this is yeah, Dragon Ball fun, Z this is a Funimation fuck up. Yeah, Funimation being, being too truthful. I mean, like I said, they got rid of Special Beam Cannon, they get rid of Destructo Disc, uh, they keep Spirit Barm uh, arbitrarily. But over 9,000 uh, does not make it in. So what was the question you were saying before? Like, oh, no, just uh, just Vegeta's classism. I don't know if that struck you. Uh, the whole the, the relationship between Goku and Vegeta, as, as we go further down the line, is going to be a key part of this series. I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. He's like, uh, you know, he's like my little dictator, right? He's just like, you know, he's a small, you know, he's just like, he's got small guy syndrome. Like, he's small man syndrome. Yeah. Personified. <laughs> Personified. Um, I thought you were talking about the video game, and then I realized there's like a persona uh, that isn't related to video games. Yeah, that's just a word in the day <laughs> that people use. Um, yeah, what, so again, a, any more thoughts? Uh, Domenico, what do you think of just, again, like, uh, what do you think of this big fight here? That we Again, we end on a cliffhanger where Goku is about to do the Kaioken 3, which he apparently uh, cannot handle. Uh, but what do you think again of this like early early appetizer of the Goku and Vegeta brawl? Some good Goku and Vegeta brawling right there. This is what I've been waiting for. We're finally, we're how many episodes in right now? Thirteen. It's taking a while. Thirteen. We got five yeah. more. We got five more. This yeah. this is the good stuff. This is the stuff the show's been building towards. Yeah, I will say that like it's a satisfying arc in terms of how they've built up to this fight. Like this is like you know like like you've this has been well like paced. Even if there are moments where you're like, oh, come on, do I really need to watch another training sequence? But, you know, at least right now I'm like, okay, I'm excited to see this fight. Like they move locations arbitrarily. I don't know why, but I assume there's maybe an answer in the few episodes to come. We but... also we also get some Yajirobe too. Yajirobe, it turns out, has been around <laughs> all this time. Oh yeah, yeah, Jerobe, He's uh, he's the guy who is just like who's watching in that uh, the new location. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't at the old location. He couldn't get there in time, but he, he luckily he stumbled on this new location. Yeah, um, Jerobe, Again, uh, the, being the all star that he is, he's he's there to witness uh, Goku and Vegeta. He he wants he wants to cower it out as always, but he's he's still there. I my for me, I like like I appreciate the fact that. He has his own inner monologue that we get to hear. <laughs> like it's like no other character really gets the inner monologue, and he's the one who's like, "I'll I'll let me talk." And then he's like talking about how hungry he is and like glorious. I'm like, how did this guy get it? Yeah, Jerobi, uh, once again, and he might even pull some more all star moves uh, in the future. We'll see. Uh, so Malcolm, any any speculation on on what's to come? What? How do you think this fight's gonna play out? See, I want I want. There's part of me that wants Goku to die again, just to like, <laughs> just to be like, it was for nothing. There's like this nihilistic, like Kafka esque, like just destruction of like what have we we've you know what have we done? But I mean, you've also hinted at it that I you know that it's probably most likely there's a draw on some level. But I don't know what that means. And I don't know, like, 
who might be coming back. Like there's so many like questions in terms of like the possibility of resurrections. Um, there is certainly and- the possibility of resurrection. And, and even, we even talked about it. Yam, Yamcha was willing to, to die because he's like, ah, I got one free death coming. Yeah, so I'm like at least, so at least that's you know coming up in the future. But I actually have really no idea. Like I think it could go one of several ways, and I, it's hard to pinpoint. But let's uh, let's talk MVP uh, of these uh, episodes. Uh, actually, actually, I even have another thing. I, I I rank the deaths in my head. I don't know about you, but I have my death ranking. If you want to hear it, let's hear it. All right, let's start. For, let's start from the worst death, the, the weakest one. Um, I gotta give it to Chao Su um, because Chao Su unfortunately uh, did did not succeed at all at his goal. Uh, Tian does not survive. Chao Su's suicide move uh, does not work in any function on Napa. Uh, so Chao Su is the the worst death. And what? How many deaths did we have? We had like six or seven. We had because I forgot to count Kami. Um, yeah. But as of right now, there there's Chao Su. Um, then I think Napa. I think Napa's death isn't isn't too satisfying. I think he, he goes down. He doesn't. Again, he doesn't get to even die against Goku. Yeah. Well, Goku doesn't kill him. It's that he, it's he's Vegeta. betrayed by by Vegeta, who just like tosses him into the like just tosses him away like garbage. Yeah. It's because it's, he's paralyzed. I really wanted to be like I I don't know why it made me laugh when he was like you're paralyzed. You're useless to me. And then, tosses him Saiyans like, do not believe in in wheelchair accessibility or anything like no. that they, uh, they don't believe in anything even though like Saiyans can survive a lot and there are things like healing tanks and sensor beans where he probably could have recovered from but in the moment uh yeah <laughs> like just just like he could have they could have wished uh their planet back into existence they choose he being Vegeta makes a dumb decision <laughs> just um, like he could have kept the dragon balls around if he didn't allow napa to kill piccolo it's still a, a giant miscalculation uh and above that death i give it to kami again kami didn't get to participate in some ways kami should be should be dead last because he didn't even get to participate in his own death it was uh, forced upon him uh by extraneous factors but again the fact that like kami's death equals the death of the dragon balls that that does raise the stakes quite a bit so so he gets to go a bit higher than the other two guys yeah uh and then up then above him is tian i think tian's death is man uh i guess this is where my greater tian rant comes in tian is just there is no character in dragon ball who suffers more from um the rivalry the constant within dragon ball rival characters are constantly pushed to the side for other rival characters and Tien starts off as like a major Goku rival. Um, he, he is Goku's rival for for the bulk of like original Dragon Ball. Like it go, you know, Krillin gets overshadowed, but he still becomes Goku's best friend. Uh, Piccolo gets over Piccolo overshadows Tien, but he still gets to have a role as Gohan's dad. And he also gets to be the smart I guy. That. I know you hate that, but <laughs> he gets to be the smart guy in the series. And even when Piccolo gets overshadowed, yeah, once again, he he still. He still gets to continue to have a role within the series, but Tien doesn't get uh, Tien doesn't really get much of anything. He he actually defeats Goku in in the second tournament arc, and uh, he even like puts up a fight against King Piccolo. But by this arc, he he is just done. Tien's role is nothing. He, he's gonna have one more highlight in the series, uh, but it won't be for about fifty episodes. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, he's just uh, this, is, this is this is the end. Tien Tien does not go down greatly. 
But again, I do think like the fact that he like goes down to Napa in just this brutal way, uh, self-sacrifice, give him the edge. Uh, number two, I got to give it to Yamcha just for the surprise factor. Yeah, the surprise factor makes his death worth it. it. It's not a satisfying death, but he is the first one to die in this arc. So you're not expecting it. And then you're just like, okay, is this, is this the one? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, but Yamcha, yeah, he, he gets the surprise factor. And of course, Piccolo. Piccolo is the best death in this arc. Poor Piccolo. I agree Poor Piccolo. With that, but, he, sure. but he completes JK. his arc. He completes his arc by dying. Yeah, he gets I don't know. what he deserves. Do you guys have any disagreements of, the, of that order? Uh, rip Daddy Piccolo. Oh, hashtag yeah. Daddy Piccolo. <laughs> so... I uh, I completely disagree with you, right? No, really? uh, I like I like Piccolo. Piccolo is the best one for sure. I think Yamcha was the worst death. It was the most pathetic. It's pathetic, but it gets the surprise factor and prepares. Yeah, that's fair. That's the point for it. They humiliate him. They even like the way he, they leave his body like face down in a crater, like one arm's like bent, like stick, like he's he can't even die and like with dignity or like in a no. position of dignity. He's like in the fetal position. Yeah. They, leave him, they leave him there the whole time too. Nobody straightens about or anything. They do a flashback to him three episodes later. He still got like the one arm bent face down. Yeah, I mean, even like even even Chaosu gets a flashback. To be fair, Chia, uh, Tien like reminisces about his good times with Chaosu. Yeah, I don't think Chaosu d- deserves worse death either. He was pretty noble okay. there. Like he was willing to sacrifice himself. He thought he was doing the right thing. I mean, he's like three feet tall, so like the expectations weren't high. Maybe if he was like normal size and he blew himself up, it might make a difference. But yeah, maybe, but no. Who who is who would your number two death be then? Given given that uh, mine is Yamcha. I like I'm going with Napa. Just Napa no really? Going my number yeah. two? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's kind of like a shock. I don't know if it's shocking because like clearly Vegeta is a homicidal maniac, but it, like you know, it's the guy he's been traveling around with for like a year, and the only other Saiyan alive that he's associating himself with, and then he just kills him like that. So I guess there's some, there's some shockingness that. Plus he went out with a bang, like he was threw him in the air, and there's all that like shot a beam at him, the flash of light, where he's got his arms extended, and he's on the air. That looked pretty cool. So I'll give him Napa too. Uh, what? Well, how do you feel, Malcolm? You don't necessarily have to give a full ranking, uh, but you can give uh, what what you would change in your rankings. I mean, I yeah, I, I unfortunately I agree. You that, agree with that no, no, that um, I think it's both of Shaps was it Shoutso? 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 Yeah, I guess yeah, he had the weakest death on a lot of levels, just because it's like I don't know I, for a char- for a, a character who I wanted personally to see more of, like for him to sort of just. Um, you know, just to kind of be dispatched the way he did for no apparent reason is kind of sad. Um, I do think, um, uh, who's the guy who dies first? I oh, mean, I'm so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of, I think he's the second uh, most pathetic. I think that's like, you know, I think it's just like, I mean, it is, there is a shock factor there, but in terms of like seeing, you know, the fact that he just is like, is hugged and then they blow up. Like, it's just like, oh, okay. Uh, that fighting wasn't for worth it, and then he's the one who, you know, dies at the hands of the uh, cy- Cybermen. Yeah. Um, and then I follow that up. Yeah, Napa doesn't have the best death. Like it's just sort of like, uh like you know, I, I guess the more of the yeah, it's the shock factor of like him him being kind of almost betrayed by his uh, brethren, and it's just tossed in the garbage. <laughs> um, when he's when it's revealed he's paralyzed i still can't get over that moment i thought that moment was so funny 
I wish there like there was just a shot of him being like his body, and it's just a bunch of news people <laughs> just like filming it. Also, I like also Nightcrawler not- style, like Jake Gyllenhaal Nightcrawler style. Do you, do you think like any like scientist would like take Napa's DNA because Napa is an alien, and they are aware of his alien, the fact that he's an alien. Maybe that's like uh, important. A hundred percent. That's like you would want it. You'd have to take that body. Like it's like okay, I want to study this. Um, you know, we don't know which nation gets it, but uh, also, also Piccolo's body because Piccolo doesn't fade away, does he? If he's got a body, I think maybe like the the world government should probably yeah. take that into study. And then yeah, Piccolo's got probably the most important death. Unfortunately, I <laughs> I wish I could have put him last, but <laughs> you but you still it did it. It still got you, eh? We the Piccolo death that we low key were hyping. It, it still got you, Malcolm, eh? Uh, yeah, I mean, he died at least protecting his hostage, and, <laughs> you know, you gotta commit, you know, you know, give him the, the fact that he committed to that. He, he committed to protecting his hostage. Yeah, all right. I mean, I guess I was gonna ask MVP, but I think these were kind of the MVPs. I, I, are we in agreement that, um, actually, not nah, screw it. Uh, who was the MVP? Yeah, okay, my MVP, uh, even though he's only there for a split second, um, I really loved uh, the cat who gives the uh, the beans, the bean cat. What's his name again? Warren. Warren. Gotta give it to him. I, I liked him. In, in that moment, I was like, I wish you were around more, buddy. Like, it's just like, I liked it. I liked that he kind of, as Goku's falling, he just kind of tosses the beans because he's on this, like, weird tower. Uh, I was like, this is fun. So... I'm gonna give it to him because you know, he didn't die yet. So, or Corin, Corin does okay. Uh, what about you, uh, Domenico? Who's I, you know, I know this is my third or fourth time doing the podcast, so I apologize. But is Speedwagon yeah. different from MVP? Or is it the uh, same we're kind of we're Speedwagon. I feel refers to obscure characters, so I'm just kind of turning in. This this is in theory the Speedwagon, but again, yeah. there weren't many minor characters, so that's why I'm saying MVP. I need, mm. I need to come up with a Dragon Ball Z term, but uh, we'll do it the next time we cover this fucking show. All right. uh, uh, my MVP is the media, because they're out there and they're trying to bring you the truth. So those guys that were willing to sacrifice their lives, drive out in the middle of the desert with the Jeep, yes. watch the aliens fight each other, and like put it all on the line, they're the real MVPs. All right, that's that's the Speedwagon MVP. God damn, man. Those were, those were no some way. good Speedwagons. I fucked this up. Those were some good Speedwagons. And what was yours? I mean, I was going to give it to Piccolo, but you guys, your guys are going to feel much better. We turned it into a Speedwagon. Yeah, this, we, we turned it into a Speedwagon. Maybe we can edit it. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? It's, it's all on me for being an idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who, who comes up with the rules, and I still, um, you, got, you guys beat me at my own game. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Vegeta because, once again, I, I love the gorgeous shots. Actually, no, the true MVP, the true Speedwagon, are the animators uh, because episode 13 is gorgeous. So those are the true uh, Speedwagons of this round. So you're breaking the universe and turning it, it into the, the real life. It is life the universe. animators of episode 13 or whichever uh, episode that this was morphed into through, through the Kai edits uh, because there are so many gorgeous shots that can just be used as great wallpapers. Uh, that's my MVP, Speedwagon. Uh, right. um, final thoughts on this episode, guys, uh, before we move on. A lot of carnage um, and a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes because uh, it took some turns that I didn't expect. I didn't expect Piccolo to be dead, but good riddance. <laughs> uh, Domenico, how, 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 how was this? How dare you? So you? Like, that didn't redeem Piccolo at all, eh? It's just like, yeah, like... A fraction. A fraction? Okay. Uh, I'm excited for more pew pew. That's that's all I got for you. 
Yeah, man. I, I, we're excited. Again, I, I, I've been looking up what's coming in these episodes. I've, I've been reading the summaries just because, again, I'm excited. Uh, there's a lot of unexpected twists. I think even the hints I've given you are, are not enough to fully comprehend how, how wild these, this final fight is going to be. And it'll probably, it'll probably most definitely set up some really exciting stuff uh, that I really wish we could cover. But unfortunately, we, we will have to at some point uh, turn this podcast into an anime podcast again and not just a, a Dragon Ball. Turn it into show. a Dragon Ball podcast. <laughs> we're, we've, we've got some ideas, dear listeners, but I'll, I'll leave it on a cliffhanger for you guys to, to speculate what those ideas may be. Um, but as always, thanks for, thanks for listening, dear listener. Um, you cannot find Domenico anywhere. Uh, That's you, right. You can't find him anywhere. Uh, you can find me at uh, Always Real Jack M on Twitter. Jack is Jack on Insta. I I barely plug my own platforms because because the, the is this anime pod uh, Twitter and Insta are truly the most important ones uh, to my heart. Uh, what about you, Malcolm? Yeah, you can find me on Insta at Malcolm R J McLeod, or you can just follow the podcast uh, on Instagram. Uh, please, uh, yeah, like, uh, subscribe. Uh, leave us a review on any uh, podcast streaming platform you're listening to this on, whether it's, uh, I guess you can't do that uh, review on Spotify, but like Google, Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon uh, Music for uh, for you guys out there who are listening this through uh, on Alexa. Uh, you can, you know, Stitcher, Radio Public, where podcasts can be found, we're there. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back with more Dragon Ball Z, the final five episodes of this arc next week. Yeah.